Just got a wreck, I-65, 339 mile marker. That's going to put it around the Tennessee River Bridge, but it looks like north and southbound traffic are moving okay on the bridge. The YMCA's early childhood education in Huntsville is safe, quality, state-licensed daycare and preschool. Six weeks to five years with financial assistance available. YMCAHuntsville.org. Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. Did you know almost anything you can find at Stanley's is available as a salad or as a gluten-free wrap? Just ask. The meatball, ham and Swiss, steak kebab, steak combo, turkey, tuna, Italian cold cuts, the kitchen sink. Plus, that Stanley's tradition extends to vegetarian. Just taste it. Huntsville's original sub is Stanley's Sub Villas, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue, and Governor's Drive just west of First Baptist Church. Like Stanley's on Facebook and receive special offers. With half a brain tied. Hey, no! Ugh! How do you like that? We forgot to allow for shrinkage. Well, just half a brain. Once again, here's the Valley's longest reigning talk host, Fred Holland, on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. All right, uh, another nice day on the way, and hey, I'm excited because this is like kind of going to, um, what, what if you could go to a conference and there was like Art Laffer and Steve Moore and all these great economists, uh, Donna Ardwin, who is a lead researcher in this study for uh the American, um, what is it? American, what is this thing? Alec. It's a, I, I forget the name of it. Darn it. Uh, and also, um, we have Chief Economist uh, Jonathan Williams joining us. The first is this the first ever ranking of governors by you guys? Really? It sure is. This is the first ever of what we hope to be a very uh, annual uh, report of uh, measuring governors and how free market their policies are in their states. All right. I found an American Legislative Exchange Council. Gee, I'm a dummy this morning. I'm just overwhelmed by all you, you, you economic brains here. Uh, anyway, Donna, you uh, so, so each of you did uh, kind of what's your specialty here? So my specialty is I worked for um, seven different governors uh, over the past three decades as uh, in charge of their budgets, other budgets and taxes and fiscal policies in general. All right. So uh, do we want to get to the meat of it? What, what Did you guys have any kind of step back and go, oh, wow, didn't see that coming kind of stuff? Or, or was it pretty, pretty much stuff you kind of anticipated? Some of both. Um, you know, there are states that we're never surprised that are always outperforming um, the rest of the country. And as you know, ALEC has the annual publication of Rich States, Poor States, where we track states' economies. Um, but in this one, we zeroed in on governors and their policies. And it's never surprising when you have a governor that continues good policies in a state that's been outperforming other states. But sometimes we're surprised when we have someone come into you know, a poorly um, performing state and really turn it around. I say surprised. I'm really not because one of the things that we want this book to show is that it can happen regardless of which state you're in and that if you follow the policies that work in other states, it's going to work in your state as well. Isn't that the beauty of federalism? I mean, we have have, uh, the founding fathers. I don't know if they ever thought we'd have 50 incubators. But we have 50 different sets of ideas out there, and and they're they're learning from each other. I mean, what could be better than that, right? Well, that is the beauty of this report, and reports like it is one of the big reasons why ALEC was founded nearly 50 years ago was come up with this concept of how do we measure states and compare them against each other. So taking from this federalism concept that our founders were so wise to create with laboratories of democracy and look at what works and what doesn't work across states, then we can all hope to God that Washington, D.C. learns a lesson and takes a page from what works at the state level, like we're seeing with our top ten governors, for instance, in this report. Just get out of the way. Just get out of the way. All right, let's rip the scab off here. All right, who who are the top performers? Well, the top performers, um, top ten are Texas. It's the governors, but Governor Abbott from Texas, Kemp from Georgia, Christy Nome in South Dakota, Pete Ricketts in Nebraska, Gary Herbert, Utah, Ron DeSantis, Florida, Bill Lee, 
Tennessee, Eric Holcomb, Indiana, and Jared Polis in Colorado. Wow. Now, how does our Governor Ivy do? Where are we? She gets four stars out of five. Not bad, but need for improvement. Look, um, Tennessee's doing some interesting things, right? I mean, because they're going through, I guess, what every state goes through. You get to the big metropolitan areas. Nashville's like going left, 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 left. But the state isn't, right, (laughs) in in most cases. And I guess that's happening outside South Dakota. I guess it's happening in other areas. So it's kind of a mixed bag in some of these cases. And these governors, it's not always an easy thing that they're doing, right, particularly DeSantis. I mean, he's look at the metro areas he's got to deal with that are um, being invaded by people from other states, and they're bringing their ideas with them. This isn't something you hang your hat on and say, ah, we accomplished something. You're going to be fighting the rest of the way, right? You make a good point there in that you can fall behind by simply standing still because there's so many states moving in the right direction, and your observation is exactly right when it comes to Governor Ivey. While four stars is, is good in the report, you come from a very competitive region with states like Florida and Texas, big economic powerhouse states without personal income taxes. Also, Tennessee, you mentioned, one of those states without a personal income tax, something Governor Lee, I know, has worked hard to get rid of the last vestiges of the income tax on investment earnings in Tennessee and become truly a no-income tax state, and uh, it's just been a powerhouse. I mean, all those states in the region, and so Alabama, in a way, has to up the game in order to keep up with so many very, very competitive states in the southeast. You know, there's Go ahead, Donna. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But you will see in the report that there's a difference between their each governor's results rank and their policy rank. So as Jonathan was saying, you know, we expect good results from Alabama, but her policy rank is lag- lagging, and that doesn't pretend um, Alabama keeping up with the states around it in the future, like you said, if, if they don't continue to move forward. Um, before I want to, uh, you guys are going to hang for another segment, right? Because I want to dig a little deeper here. Who was the one big surprise governor? Who, who stood out? Maybe Governor Polis, I think, of the top ten, uh, wanting to cut income taxes in Colorado as a Democrat. Great to see bipartisan movement in that area. Wow. Well, yeah, that's what you wouldn't expect. All right, we'll dig a little deeper here, and we'll talk uh, a little bit more about what makes these states stand out in their governors in particular who are fighting, I guess, every day because you got people trying to, well, our taxes are too low. We need to raise them. Why? Well, because they're too low. That's not a reason. Come on. More with Donna and Jonathan coming up. Talk radio that'll make you think, oh, laugh, want to join in. Slightly. Join me, Joe Pags, today at 5 on Talk Radio for the Rest of Us, WTKI Talk. With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Michael Barr. New York State moved to reopen ski resorts, giving a much-needed reprieve for entertainment businesses that are among the last to get a green light to resume operations. Governor Cuomo says ski resorts can open at 50% indoor capacity beginning November 6th, and outdoor capacity on mountains will be cut by 25% during peak days. Soccer supporters of Newcastle raised the equivalent of $21,000 by giving it to charity rather than watching their team, the Magpies on pay-per-view over the weekend. The fan group raised the money for the city's West End Food Bank rather than watch their team against Manchester United. The Premier League matches are not scheduled to air on regular TV in October and can only be seen on Sky Sports or BT Sport Box. And that's a Bloomberg Business of Sports report. I'm Michael Barr, brought to you by Granger. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger is always there to help. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. I'm Ryan Seacrest. First responders are people who stand for a greater purpose. They will be there for you when nobody else is, to help you, your family, your community. This is their selfless promise. This is their sworn duty, to protect, to serve, to help. When you call 911, first responders show up now. Let's show up for the people who show up for us every day and every night. Go to firstrcf.org and make a difference today. Customers, students, and staff expect a new level of clean. Cintas has the essential products and services to help you carry out cleaning protocols effectively. Cintas performs surface sanitizer and disinfectant spray services to common touch points, installs and refills touchless hand sanitizer dispensers, and provides commercial laundry services to help minimize employee exposure. Give everyone the confidence they need to keep coming back. 
Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. At Private Healthcare, we provide the peace of mind you deserve. With Private Healthcare, you'll get the coverage you want and healthcare you need. If your employer doesn't supply healthcare coverage and you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, you need to give us a call right now. Private Healthcare is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. When life comes at you unexpectedly, you need to be ready. And health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. I'm Brian. And I'm Tim. Join us for Beer Guys Radio every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. on WTKI. The American Legislative Exchange Council has been uh, ranking states for, uh, I, I guess, Jonathan, did you say, how many years have you guys been doing this? Nearly 50 years of funding for taxpayers across the states. You don't sound that old. Uh, he's uh, Anyway, Jonathan Williams, chief economist and uh, lead researcher, uh, Donna Ardwin. Uh, we wanna, I, I want to get back to this. I want to focus a little bit on Alabama because I've, I have a million questions. I wish we had two hours because uh, I, I just soaked this stuff up. And I'm trying not to bore people at the same time because we don't want to go over anybody's head. But... What are the things that that Alabama could do better? Because one of the arguments I make, I've made this argument that we're about to be surrounded by states that don't have an income tax. Mississippi almost did it. Georgia came really close. And all I hear back is, well, we're one of the only states without a lottery. I don't want to be one of the only states with a sales tax, uh, with a with a uh, income tax, because that could that could be bad for us in the future, right? Oh, absolutely. And you'll see in this study and other studies that, that Alec has produced that we consistently find over time that income taxes are, have, are very detrimental to states' economies. The states without income taxes always outperform states with income taxes, especially progressive tax rates. And uh, we also find um, that the worst thing you can do is adopt an income tax when you don't have one. One of the best things you can do is get rid of it. So, and also, I mean, it's it's such a uh, a lot of opportunities, as you mentioned, for for Alabama to improve. While other states have been cutting taxes, Alabama has been raising taxes on net over the last couple of years. And you look at the debt, you look at the pension liabilities, and then you look at the way that Alabama craps a budget, having a separate education budget versus mm-hmm. the all funds budget. It's uh, just way out of norms when it comes to good budgeting practices. Well, and we don't even we don't even tell the truth about. I I used to make jokes about the the Alabama. By the way, the, edu- the education budget is five or six times the general fund budget, but we fund things like economic development out of the education the education budget. We don't even tell the truth about how we use it. So, we we but but it it, it it's gone on now for so many years. Um, the other thing that kind of and, and we have a lot of people moving here from other places. There there's some concern. Uh, I was talking to somebody yesterday that that our county, Madison County, may end up being purple because we have people coming from so many different places. And I'm looking at Arizona. You guys didn't mention Arizona, but they they have on their ballot coming up in a couple of weeks, almost doubling their income tax, and that's from people flooding in from California and all these other places. Are we seeing that in a lot of states where, yes, states are growing, but people are coming from states they've ruined and they're bringing their ruined ideas with them? I mean, that's a bit scary. That's the downside of federalism, right? Well, in states like Florida, where there is access to the ballot, but it's more limited, say, than in Arizona, you still have strong um, pro-growth policies, you know, coming out of the governor's office and the legislature. Uh, unfortunately, in some states like Arizona, where you know ballot initiatives can really change things, it, it does take some of this power out of the hands of governors. Other than they can use their bully pulpits to advocate for real, you know, positive and pro-growth policies for the state. Do, all right. So, give us what's the, what are the? Uh, it may be obvious, but what are the states we don't want to emulate? <laughs> 
example, look at where people are leaving, right? I mean, yeah. you just mentioned this great phenomena where people are voting with their feet away from states with high taxes. And uh, the worst governor in this report was Governor Raimondo from Rhode Island, one of those states that's been shrinking tremendously over the last few decades. You add to that New York and California, Illinois, another state that has a big income tax increase on the ballot this fall. Those are the states to avoid because they're losing millions of Americans. They're going to states like Florida and Texas and Tennessee and the states that you do want to emulate. The proof's in the pudding. If this is not just theory, these are revealed preferences and people continue to vote with their feet towards states with lower taxes and better policies. But I, but I do scratch my head a little bit. You're fleeing these states where things have just become impossible for you. But then you bring those ideas with you and you ruin the place you're going to live. <laughs> What's going on there? You know, I, I think it's something that the chambers of commerce and uh, and businesses have to help people connect the dots because intuitively sometimes people don't connect those dots. Why is it you have a job in Texas and you didn't have a job in New York? There's real reasons for that, but oftentimes they fly under the radar because it's not like people like us that follow policy every day. They're living their lives and taking their kids to soccer practice, and we need to all connect the dots for them. You know, that's the other part, and I, because I, I, this is the part of, I, I, in general, I detest politics, and I'm going to talk radio. Uh, but I think most of the stuff is over people's heads. They, we, we get in the weeds too much, uh, as a, as a, uh, you know, some people eat, sleep, and breathe this, but the average person is just getting up and going to work every day. And like you said, they're taking their kids to the ball and all kinds of stuff. Uh, you're not likely to march on Washington. You might go to a city council or county commission meeting occasionally if you get your dander up. You're rarely going to march on your state capitol. We have day jobs. We're too busy, right? Well, look, you know, this report speaks to governors, and what we're showing here is that people are moving to your state or leaving it for a reason. And if they're moving to your state, then you need to keep, you know, keep your brand. Um, keep doing what you're doing, despite what you, you know, may be hearing from those who are coming in, wanting to be like their other state. That doesn't make sense, really, as you're pointing out. But if you want to keep them there, you know, keep up your pro-growth policies. So who should we be emulating? I, I, I guess is that obvious, too, what they're doing in Tennessee, Georgia, and Florida? I mean, it, it, it seems to be kind of a no-brainer, right? Yeah, I mean, Governor Abbott, the number one governor in our report, is built on that brand with Governor Perry and Governor Bush before him in Texas, uh, and it's been an incredibly strong brand. And, and to get to your point about Californians and others moving into Texas, something they did was actually enshrine their no-income tax status into their state constitution to protect against the idea that on a whim people may come with different beliefs of higher spending and higher taxes and want to change Texas. So they've locked in Texas' economic advantage for years to come, which is a beautiful thing. What and else? the proof's in the pudding. Texas is such a powerhouse. I mean, every state should want to be more like Texas when yeah. it comes to policy. Oh, it's awesome. It, it, I, I look and I go, holy moly. And it, it is. It could be a whole other country. It doesn't need us, frankly. Um, what about, what are some other things that stood out? What are some things that you guys maybe, you guys have been in this a long time. What did you learn from this that maybe you didn't know before? Well, in terms of things that stood out, one state we brushed on, but we didn't talk about a lot of South Dakota. Um, you know, there are a lot of similarly situated states. You think about the states in, in the south that, you know, southeast, southwest that have had an advantage. But here you are in South Dakota. It's, it's cold <laughs> there. But there's um, a, a culture, and this governor's culture is for economic freedom. Um, part of what we looked at in the study, it, you know, the the pandemic came about sort of after we began, but it also gave us an opportunity to look at both how the governors of the states handled the pandemic from an economic response and also what they did or didn't do with the, the federal money that was being um, pushed at them. And so you have governors like Christy Noem in South Dakota who said, first of all, we don't want to spend this money. We're going to fix our own structural problems so we're not kicking the can down the road and we're not going to lock down, you know, our businesses and our economy. Isn't that an interesting problem, though, when the federal government's... Because the states that have, have let the federal government into their education system and highways and everything else, we kind of bought this, right? Because if you take federal money, you're taking the strings, right? That's one of the big problems. And I think uh, the governors in the top of this report 
so many of them took the wise approach to say thanks but no thanks. We realized there's long-term costs and the erosion of that principle we started this conversation around, which is federalism, is too great. Those costs are too great, and especially in an era of $27 trillion of national debt. This is absolutely uh, insane economic policy to depend on federal dollars and then not expect those costs to catch up with us as states. If we believe states should govern, and we all do, I think, in this conversation, President Trump deserves a whole lot of credit for allowing governors to take the lead during this pandemic. And now it's, of course, up to them to make the right decisions for their citizens. And I think one of those right decisions is saying no to the federal bailout. All right, Donna and uh, Jonathan. Hey, I appreciate it. we got to run. We're slaves of the clock here. They can find more. Where do they go? Alec.org, Alec.org, and GradingGovernors.org. Two great spots to read the report. All right. Donna Ardwin and uh, Jonathan Williams, good stuff. Uh, the Laffer Alec Report on Economic Freedom. Governor I. Defeating the plot to, to disarm America. The Dana Show, today at 2 on WTKI Talk. Got a wreck on 101 at the south end of the Wheeler Dam. That one's supposed to have injuries. I-65 northbound 339 mile marker. Are you tired of that mask and hose? Dr. Sandman is offering $500 off the Somnodent. Insurance approved oral device that's easy to use for sleep apnea or snoring. 350-CARE or RandallSandlin.com. Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. We've been selling printer supplies for a half a century. And today, we make it easier than ever to make sure our customers get the best price and the best support. Lyosi Group President Nick Lyosi. With our easy plan, you can order supplies online at guaranteed low prices and get our award-winning on-site service for free. There's no catch. Drake Avenue and at lyosigroup.com. For printer supplies, we're a partner in your success. All across the nation, we are here for our communities. We're doing our part to get supplies where it's needed in order to fight COVID-19 together. Got to do what we got to do, helping the people that are that did lose their jobs and lost their income, and now they don't have money for their food. It feels good to be out there to assist our community with what we're dealing with. It's what you sign up for as a soldier. We will not rest until the mission is complete. Each one of these soldiers, once they received the call, they understood that all hands were on deck. This goes to the core of what citizen soldiers do. We are your Army National Guard. I would like our friends and family to know that your National Guardsmen are always ready and always there. Always ready, always there. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. Private health care is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. Hey, I'm Jamie Johnson. When we reach the age of 18, voting becomes our civic duty. But what if it was our job? We wouldn't be so quick to call in sick or go back home if the lines were too long or just dismiss the idea altogether. Elections are also how we collectively write the song that tells our story, and voting is our solitary voice. So register to vote and go get your government-issued photo ID and add your voice to the song of Alabama. There's nothing more frustrating than finding that bucket of joint compound you need has dried up between jobs. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about a simple solution to prevent that problem right after this. Ready for some home improvement inspiration? Full episodes and seasons of today's homeowner TV are now available on Crackle and Prime Video. Grab your favorite streaming device and watch Danny Lifford and Chelsea Lifford-Wolf as they help real homeowners maintain and upgrade their homes. Get their expert how-to advice and simple solutions to make your house the best-looking one on the block. Watch for free on Crackle and on Prime Video for subscribers. Search for Today's Homeowner and start watching today. 
If you've ever worked with drywall joint compound, spackle, or similar products, you know that they have a tendency to dry out between jobs. The resulting lumpy mess is practically useless, not to mention a waste of good money. So here's a way to keep that from happening. First, use a putty knife to level the top of the material inside the container. Then add just a few drops of water on top of it. Next, cut a piece of kitchen plastic wrap to the size of the container and lay it on top of the compound or spackle before you seal up the container. The plastic wrap will catch all the moisture that's evaporating from the joint compound and keep it from drying out so it's ready for the next job. I'm Danny Lipford with Tips for Today's Homeowner. My show isn't just about left and right, Democrats versus Republicans, liberals fighting conservatives. The Mike Gallagher Show is about life, family, friends, how you're going to pay for your kid's college, what information you need to get that promotion, how do you help your fellow man. It's also about standing up to power, whether that's the senator who's handing out favors to big donors or the race hustlers who divide us. Follow the Mike Gallagher Show at Facebook or Twitter at Radio Talker Mike and online at MikeOnline.com. It's the Mike Gallagher Show. Join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11 on WTKI. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Can I touch this? Where does sand come from? Is this tree good for climbing? What happens if I mix these two things together? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Storing your guns securely is the best way to prevent family fire, including unintentional shootings. For more information on safe gun storage and ways to keep your family safe, visit endfamilyfire.org. That's endfamilyfire.org. What do we keep in the attic? What's this thing called? Can I ride my bike backwards? Like I said, kids are curious. It's up to us to keep them safe. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council. He's so old that he just might qualify to be a star on The Walking Dead. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. Oh, we're going to be doing something really cool here tonight. We're going to talk about that in just a second. Uh, for big rebates and low payments at a new Lennox Home Comfort System, call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning 256-852-8825, Alabama certification number 83073. Uh, 61 right now, we're headed to 82, and we got a carbon copy day tomorrow and Wednesday, and then, oh no, tomorrow's Wednesday, and then Thursday night we got some rain chances, so. Looking pretty good. Uh, Danny Glavin is Associate Director for Strategic Science Solar System uh, Exploration Division of NASA. Um, we're going we're gonna to do what now? We're going to land on an asteroid and snag some ancient stuff. What? Tonight? <laughs> really? Yeah, isn't this crazy, Fred? I, mean, I still, I'm kind of in disbelief. We're, we're uh, over 200 million miles away with a spacecraft called OSIRIS-REx. Hovering over this this giant asteroid, it's about the size of a skyscraper, getting ready to do this touch-and-go sampling maneuver. This is going to be a historic day today. Uh, NASA's never attempted anything like this before, uh, so I'll definitely be on the edge of my seat as we come down to the asteroid to collect a sample. So if we want to, uh, this is happening, I guess, uh, for us this evening, right? Is that kind of when it happens? Yeah, so the spacecraft's going to start descending slowly down to the asteroid around 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and uh, we'll make contact around uh, 6.12 p.m. Eastern Time. So um, you can, basically the events are going to be uh, on NASA TV starting at 5 p.m., uh, so you can follow along uh, the tag maneuver at that point. So why is this important? We're talking about remnants from an asteroid, and we're thinking this is ancient stuff. Right? Carbon-rich and all of that? This is the oldest stuff in the solar system. These are the ancient fossils from solar system formation, over 4.5 billion years old. Um, So they really are time capsules. And uh, Bennu is particularly interesting as an asteroid because it's got a lot of carbon. Uh, you know, all life is made up of carbon. These are, these are the building blocks of life. And so we look forward to grabbing some of this really precious, pristine, ancient material and getting it back into laboratories on Earth about three years from now so we can study it in great detail. 
How do you guys do that? I mean, and, and I don't know how old you are. You sound like a relatively young young fella. Um, but we're, we're talking. I talked to the solar guys, guys and gals, and 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 they're they're into projects that last eight years. I mean, we're talking about a society with the attention span of a gnat. How do you do it? Yeah, <laughs> I know it, it. It takes a lot of patience to be in this business. There's no doubt. You know, we're working on this since 2004, almost 16 years on this project. You know, and today it's going to come down to you know a, a five second touch and go maneuver on the surface of the asteroid. So it, it's pretty frightening. But yeah, a lot of patience, and yeah, you got to think long term in this business, the space business. You know that it takes a long time to get to that asteroid. It took us uh, over two years to get there. We've been there for the last two years, and it's going to take close to three years to get back. So it's a long mission, and 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 that's just the way way it is. So so all right. So so it's just going to be a a boom, grab something, and come up, or because because I thought this thing was also going to going to is it going to go back and stay for a while, or is this it? Well, if we're successful, so it's a very short touch and go uh, uh, maneuver. I kind of think like like your pogo sticking off the surface of the asteroid. It's like five seconds mm-hmm. where we're going to blow this puff of nitrogen to collect the sample, and then we're going to back away. And if we get sample, we're we're done. You know, we're we're going to package it up, put it in the sample return capsule, and get ready to to come back home uh, in the March time frame. So we're not going to be messing around the asteroid if everything goes well. It's just it's just too risky. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I thought it said something about departing 2021, and I'm going, hmm, so, or is this something else? Well, we're yeah, so after the collection, you know, we'll assess. It'll take us about a week to figure out how much sample uh, we got. We want to fill up the container. You know, we'd like to bring back a, a four-pound bag, you know, think of like a five-pound bag of flour. That's kind of what we're, we're aiming to collect. And, uh, yeah, we'll wait. We'll, we'll figure out what we've got. And then in March 2021, that's probably where you got that, yeah. we'll, we'll fire the thrusters to, to start coming back to Earth. Um, so that's that's the plan, uh, assuming everything goes well. Okay, so so it'll be, we're, we're hanging in the neighborhood just in case we didn't get what we wanted. I guess that's where I got confused. Exactly. Now, okay. if, anything, if anything goes wrong today or, or, you know, we don't collect a sample, we do have a backup site um, on the asteroid. It's called Osprey, and we can make that touch-and-go attempt in the in the January time frame. Um, so we've got a little bit of time. Uh, we basically just need to hang out and formation fly, if you will, uh, with the asteroid until March, and then uh, at that point, that'll be that'll be the time that we come home. So how did you decide uh, where you, you say you have points on the asteroid you want to you, you've targeted for collection? How did you decide on these? And and and, and is that the, that I guess that's target rich? Is that what we would call it? Yeah, well, it's it's really all about spacecraft safety when you get down to it. You know, when we first uh, were looking at Bennu, we thought it would be kind of very smooth, kind of a sandy asteroid. Turned out to be a very rocky and bouldery place, just hazards everywhere for the spacecraft. So the the handful of sites that we selected uh, on the asteroid are really the safest spots so that we can get the spacecraft down and actually do the sampling maneuver. Uh, we're looking for areas on the asteroid that have like small pebbles, not, you know, giant boulders. Our um, sample caching system can only collect things that are about the size of, uh, I don't know, a, a cherry tomato or so, or smaller. So we're looking for these small particles. And Nightingale, which is our target for today, has all of those qualities. It's a safe location. Uh, it's got these small particles. And it also has these signatures of carbon uh, that we're really interested in and in, in understanding. So how fast is this asteroid going? Yeah, so its orbital velocity is something around 63,000 mile, uh, 63, miles per hour. So it's it's zipping around the sun, and, you know, our spacecraft has basically matched that velocity, which is how we're able to kind of formation fly around the sun with it. So you're chasing this thing, basically. Well, we were chasing it when we when we when we went out there when we launched from Earth back in 2016. We were chasing it. Uh, we actually had to do an Earth flyby, an Earth gravity assist, to give us a little extra velocity to to catch up with it. But now we're we're, we're just we're riding along with it around its orbit. Okay, uh, so it so it miles per hour. so it has a little gravitational pull and kind of helps you not have to use so much energy. Is that safe to say? Well, you know, the, 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 the challenge with Bennu is it's actually it's, it's a relatively small asteroid. Uh, 1,600 feet may, may not sound small, but it is, and its gravity is very low. 
It's like floating around in the space station. It's microgravity. Mm. Um, it turns out that the sun is actually putting quite a bit of force, force on us from our solar wind. So we have to take that into account when we're, when we're orbiting this asteroid. This is actually a challenging thing to do. Um, NASA actually set a Guinness uh, World Record for the smallest object ever orbited in the smallest orbit. Wow! In the Guinness Book for this, yeah, it's 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 amazing what these navigation guys uh, are able to do. All right, so so uh, when this thing comes back in three years, what are you guys hoping to get? What 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 is the anticipation here? You know, this is the exciting part about uh, these missions is you don't really know until it comes back. Um, the only thing I can guarantee is that we're going to be surprised. Uh, I've been I've been studying meteorites for decades, and every time we, we analyze one, we're surprised by something. But my hope is that we, we find these organic chemical building blocks, so things like amino acids that make up proteins in all life or components of DNA. Uh, that would be my dream, that we, we find this stuff and really kind of help us answer these, these fundamental questions we have about how life started on Earth. We, we still don't understand that, and we're hoping that the samples returned from this asteroid will, will help us answer some of those questions. And this thing is how old? Four and a half billion years old. Four point five billion years old. Holy moly! Yeah, it's 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 incredible. Is it was it bigger? Has it has it eroded over time, or or are those questions yet to be answered as well? Well, we'll learn more certainly when the samples come back. Uh, the models and our predictions suggest that this thing was part of a much larger asteroid in the asteroid belt. That's, those are the asteroids that are between Mars and Jupiter. And it, a big impact happened, and a fragment of that parent body, we say, that 100-kilometer object, became Bennu and sent it on a trajectory into the, the you know, the, 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 the uh, closer to the Earth's uh, yeah. uh, orbit. And so this is, it's an old fragment, four and a half billion years old, originally from the asteroid belt. Now it's, it's orbiting and, near the Earth. And we're going after it tonight. Danny Glavin uh, with NASA Solar System. We, we are System. absolutely going. It is cool, and you can see it on NASA TV. Hey, Danny, thanks. This is exciting stuff. Thanks for sharing. Oh, man. Yeah, thank you. Uh, looking forward to following along. Hope everybody can join in. Take care, Fred. Sane solutions for an insane world. WTKI Talk. Call the Fred Holland Morning Show at 256-684-8000. Got a pretty good backup this morning around the 565 I-65 interchange. Got a four-vehicle accident on the northbound side. Then we got another one between mile marker 2 and 3 on 565 eastbound. So that's got the north and southbound ramps pretty well blocked up. Expert heart care backed by advanced technology. When you need cardiac care, you need the heart doctor. Dr. Randall Burns and the team at Huntsville Heart Specialist. I'm Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI. I'm Dr. Joel Pickett at the Spine and Neuro Center. Over time, the bones in the lower back can overgrow, leading to cramping and pain in the legs. Fortunately, there is a microsurgery where a small incision less than one inch in length can decompress those nerves. Most folks are able to be discharged from the hospital the same day. Our neurosurgeons are highly trained in dealing with problems of not only the nerves, but also the spinal bones. Take the first step toward finding relief that's right for you. The Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. In the Army National Guard, soldiers serve part-time and close to home. My community means everything to me. It helps shape me into who I am today and is where I choose to raise my own family. That's why I joined the Army National Guard. I'm proud of where I'm from. And as a soldier, I get to give back to the people that help me succeed. The education benefits I got from serving helped me get my degree and jumpstart my career. The training and leadership skills I've gained from the Army National Guard help me every day when I teach young people, help my neighbors, and look out for my community. I know that when my neighbors need us the most, my fellow soldiers and I will be ready. My family loves it here, and my part-time service means we get to stay here. Serve part-time in the community you live in as a proud member of the Army National Guard. Talk to your local recruiter or visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Roxanne Watson is on a mission. Hello, how are you doing today? She wants more people to register as organ, eye, and tissue donors. Are you an organ donor? Yes, I am. Yay! 
My goal is to sign up the most people in the United States. <laughs> what drives her? Roxanne's own life was saved through the gift of a heart transplant made possible by an organ donor. I decided that day that I was going to devote myself to the cause of organ donation and signing people up and honoring my donor by doing that. Now she's back to health and she's a powerful force helping to save lives every day through her work. Imagine what you can make possible by leaving behind the gift of life. Eight people can be helped with the major organs and up to 50 people can be helped with a little bit of everything. And when you think about it that way, that you could help that many people, it's amazing. It really is. Learn more and sign up as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. Go to organdonor.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. The official health care provider for our mascot, Tiki, is Catisfaction Cat Clinic in Madison. WTKI Talk. Well, tonight, tonight, World Series comes to town. Yeah. Oh, the Braves. Boy, they gave up the opportunity, didn't they? You know. Unbelievable. I was talking to somebody yesterday. It might have been Bill Murphy, you know, because I gave him a hard time about the Patriots. But I think we mojo the Braves every year because we don't think they're going to make it to the World Series or win it when they get there. And we just, uh, I believe in the mojo thing. And the fans just seem to go, eh, you know, we'll we'll shine a little bit. Then we'll sure. we'll be up three games to one and find a way. Well, they earned it that year. What was it? They were they were like, they have the best record in baseball. What year was it? It's been a decade ago, uh, probably. And yeah. they, they went in and they just laid an egg. It's been a long it's time terrible. since they've had their last World Series crown. And, uh, you know, this kind of stuff, the, like the Tampa Bay Rays, they just seem like, what are they doing there? You know, yeah. it's just kind of a team way off. And well, they don't have any, they got Longoria, who's been around a while, but they don't have a whole lot of well-paid what, stars. Down there. Well, that's exactly, if you remember, that was the year the Marlins did it. With nobody's, yeah. they, right? They find a way. They find the talent and just don't have to give them. $20 million. Yeah, exactly. And the Marlins did something that people were going, well, who are those guys? Right? Remember that? Remember that series? That was awesome. So here another Florida team, uh, the other Florida baseball team, uh, is uh, is in the World Series. Uh, you you got to want, of course, the Dodgers, you know, they got comeback-itis <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> so we'll see. Game one tonight. Uh, okay, so let's see. Jury trials resume in Madison County. I happen to know that because I know someone who got a jury summons. Um, can I say that? I guess I can. I've already said it. Um, <laughs> too late. <laughs> too late now. What, what was their name again? I'm not going to say who okay. it is. I'm just saying I know somebody who did because they weren't real happy. Um, and then they said, well, it is my civic duty, so I will go do it. And that was it. Uh, for big rebates and low payments at a new Linux home comfort system, call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning, 256-852-8825, Alabama certification number 83073. Our, our weather pretty much the next, uh, let's see, today's Tuesday, so we got Wednesday good, Thursday good, and then Thursday night we got that 20% chance in the wee hours, and then we'll go into Friday with about a 50-50 shot, and then it wanes after that. We'll have lesser rain chances as we get into the weekend. So that's the way we're looking there. Um, I'm I'm still enamored here. Oh, we're just gonna go snag this thing uh, that's you know flying around uh, out there in the solar system, and we're just gonna snag a piece of ancient stuff off of its surface. And we do this kind of stuff every day at NASA. They make it sound so easy, don't they? We're talking just, this is cool. It's going to be a NASA TV. Where Huntsville comes to talk. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. 
Netflix could be getting ready to charge you more. The company releases its earnings later today. Market Watch says Netflix has halted free trials for its streaming service and raised subscription costs in Canada. The company recently added more than 10 million new subscribers, but expects weaker growth in the second half of this year. Analysts at Jeffries say Netflix typically adjusts its pricing every two to three years. The last time Netflix raised prices in the U.S. was January 2019. Microsoft will work with Elon Musk's SpaceX to develop cloud computing for space customers. Microsoft's technology will compete with Amazon. Microsoft is said to be focused on serving governments and defense, bringing commercial technology and innovation to the military. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. Today, everyone is expecting you to maintain a new level of clean, from customers and employees to students and staff. Cintas has the essential products and services to help you carry out cleaning protocols effectively. We'll keep you well stocked with cleaning supplies, professionally laundered uniforms, and other essentials like face masks, hand sanitizer, and thermometers. Give everyone the confidence they need to keep coming back. Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. Got another problem affecting 565 eastbound. This one's up near County Line Road. Not reported with injuries, but it looks like the traffic's backed all the way back from that wreck, all the way back to the 565 I-65 interchange. Wall Triana south of the post office, a minor accident. Snelling has openings for bookkeepers with strong QuickBooks and Excel experience. Huntsville.snelling.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye's North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI. Variety and price. What else can you say about Alabama's oldest smoke shop, the Humidor Pipe Shop? I smoke cigars and pipes, both. Being the oldest shop, they've got brands that have been around a long time, but they also have all the new brands as well. I've traveled all over the country, and this is as singularly as good a place to buy variety as I've ever found. The prices are significantly better than anybody else around. The Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest, now open Sundays, noon to 6. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt, and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figuerella, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny. When I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. On the air with newsmakers that are on the scene. Late night with Jim Bohannon. Weeknights at 9 on WTKI Talk. D-O-D-G-E-R-S, team, 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 oh, I say O-M. So you're, you're pulling for the, for the Dodgers, O-M-A-L. are you? Well, I played the Ray song just well, now. Well, that's true. i got to give him equal time. you got to give him equal time. And when, when uh, Danny Kay is singing, I mean, i got to bring him in here. So too. we have a fairness doctrine for sports. That's right. right. You better saying? believe it. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get... Uh, that crap never comes J-I-N. back. For big rebates and low payments and a little new Linux... For uh, big rebates and low payments on a new Linux home comfort system, call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning, 256-852-8825, Alabama certification number 83073. Uh, you, do you like my jibber-jabber there? Not uh, really, but carry on. I, I did my best. You gibbered and jabbered. <laughs> I got, sure. tried to recover. Uh, 62 right now, Huntsville, and we got a few clouds, 61 Decatur, and um, uh, same thing today, tomorrow. Thursday, and then rain uh, chances show up, as we mentioned earlier. I caught this story out of San Diego, uh, Channel 7, the NBC affiliate there. Uh, San Diego Unified School District changes grading system to combat racism. And I'm going, hmm, what are they doing? Well, they have the school board, in fact, voted unanimously 
let's reward bad behavior and cheating and people not following the rules like turning their work in on time. You can't grade against those anymore. Oh, just turn it in any time you want. That's okay. We'll give you a grade when you finally turn it in. These are the things they're looking at here. Based on, the, yeah, they're, they're looking at the fact that uh, by comparison, um, Native American kids, Hispanic kids, and black kids should not be asked to get better. Just, we're going to let you wally where you are, which is setting them up for disappointment later. The board actually is, is, is looking at these kind of things. Uh, if you don't turn your work in on time, you can't be great. That can't be graded against you. Well, how the hell do you give somebody a grade if they didn't turn their work in? Hey, I'm bringing this up because this foolishness will probably come to Alabama. Probably. Just give it time. Probably. It's probably already here. Uh, all right. So, so also they're talking about a citizenship grade. If you're, if you're, if your behavior is terrible, if you're disruptive and all of that, you have a citizenship grade. It should not affect your regular grade. Well, again, if you're not there to learn, you're not learning anything. How are you going to be able to prove you're proficient in anything? Um, and then, of course, the other one that got my attention, uh, the board also expressed its interest in reviewing student disparity stemming from zero tolerance for cheating. What? Are you kidding me? If you cheat, well, you know, this is one time. Really? Have we sunk to this level? Where to give, in other words, how racist can you be? The San Diego Unified School District to combat racism engaged in racism. This is patting the little minority kids on the head saying, oh, we know you can't do better, so we're going to lower the bar for you. Really? Come on. All you're doing is setting them up for disappointment later. You demand better from these kids, and you know what? Guess what happens when you demand better if you're a teacher? What happens? Better happens. Better happens, yeah. Why are you laying down and buying all this? This uh, this is what happens when we get, get rolling on this systematic racism garbage, this crap, this BS. To combat racism, the San Diego Unified School District changes their grading system to combat racism by being racists. By telling these minority kids, hey, you don't have a snowball's chance in hell of ever being successful, so we're going to give you a little extra boost. That ain't open anybody. Come on, people. He's heading for home. He hasn't the chance. The poor nut is going to be dead. But the ball hits him right in the seat of his pants. And he scores. That's using your head. So I say D. I say D O D O D G E R S. The team that's all hard, all hard and all thumbs, they're my Los Angeles, your Los Angeles, our Los Angeles. I'm Brian. And I'm Tim. Join us for Beer Guys Radio every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. on WTKI. Tim Dennis. And I'm Brian Hewitt. And we're the Beer Guys. We're talking craft beer right here every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. If you don't know your pilsners from your porters, we can help. And if you're looking to up your beer game by drinking some great brews from our area, we've got you covered too. We talk to the people from here that make the beer that you want to drink. Join us for Beer Guys Radio Saturdays at 1 p.m. on WTKI. Tossing food vapors in soda cups can be expensive. That $7.99 value meal you threw out the window could cost you $500 in fines. And if you don't learn your lesson the first time, a second fine will cost you $1,000. Put garbage in its place. Throw away your trash, not your cash. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Transportation, Alabama Law Enforcement Agency, Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day. WTKI Talk, 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. 